Welcome back to the Dry Podcast. This is a first for me and a first for the Dry Podcast. We've brought in our wonderful and fabulous Dry Plus members along with our Dry Life members. This is a live podcast with an audience that we've never done before. And what we're going to do tonight, Crystal and I are going to have a little conversation about something that's poignant within the Dry group. And equally, we're also going to try and bring in some of the wisdom from our incredible Dry Plus members and our Dry Life members. We've got no idea how this is going to work. And we're already a man down. Matt Pink is not with us tonight. He's had a bit of an issue with one of his ears. I don't want to go into too much detail about the whole thing. But let's just say he can't make it, which will be a rare occasion because Matt will usually be on these little chats. So it's Crystal and I that are going to wax lyrical about all things alcohol-free. Welcome, Crystal. Hi, lovely to be here. Yeah, I think this is going to be really exciting and interesting, just seeing what it's like, having a chat and feeding back off everybody, seeing what the comments are, adding that into the conversation. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, we've got so much wisdom in this group already, just looking around some of the fabulous faces from Andy Elderfield to Justin and Leanne, and I won't call everyone out, but it's just, I think, part of the dry uh, ethos, really, isn't it? Coming together, we've all got something to share, we've all got something to offer whether we're on day one or day a thousand or we're rolling exactly. around just trying to get started or we're a hundred percent dry or tactically dry or choose dry everyone's got something to share and input and often i think what we've noticed in these really early stages bearing in mind we're only a month uh old in many ways is how so many people are willing to share to show up and share and i think that makes an incredible difference doesn't it yeah, the vulnerability in the group has just been one of the most beautiful things. And the word that keeps coming up is that people feel very safe. And what I love about our community is that we've got people that are on day one. We've got people that are just curious about living the dry life. And we've got people like Andy that have been four years dry. And it, and everybody just, you know, bouncing off each other, sharing their experiences, supporting each other. It's just unravelling in such a beautiful way. Yeah, and I know you're right in the heart of it, you know, helping run the, the community side of it. And it's just fabulous to see. And actually, tonight's topic for our podcast, I actually took from one of the dry beginners groups. We have different groups. If you don't know the dry app, if you don't download it, it's free and it's blooming incredible. We have different groups because it's a great way to allow people to connect with like minded people. Um, and also people that are on a similar part of the journey. So we have a dry beginners group, those that are curious, those that are new to this alcohol or dry, alcohol free or dry adventure. And actually I looked in there and there was a quote from someone and I basically stole it. I thought I'd bring it into tonight's episode. And the quote went roughly like this. I've slightly altered it. Um, it goes like this. Why choosing dry has delivered everything that alcohol promised. And I really like that. It was sort of one of those, oh, I like it really quickly. It just got into the bones of it. And that's what I'd like to discuss tonight and throw it out to the group. And, and I'll start with you, Crystal, because I know your story. And I know for you that alcohol promised to reduce or relieve your anxiety. Yeah, exactly. And back in 2007, so I was 26, 27 at the time, it got to a point where I ended up having huge panic attacks and I didn't even know that I was having panic attacks. I mean, this is in the days we did have Google, but we didn't all kind of have our phones. Information wasn't kind of as readily available as it is now. So I was having these, what I was calling funny turns. And I was turning to alcohol because that was the only time that I, I now know I felt anxious and I was having panic attacks. But at that point, alcohol seemed to be the solution. 
so you know whilst I was drunk felt great felt fine but then fast forward to the next day and my god as you can imagine with a hangover the anxiety and the panic attacks were a million times worse but I kept doing it and I couldn't understand I was trapped in this cycle of drinking hangovers panic attacks and yeah I, I really thought alcohol was the solution and it ended up being part of the problem and then when you chose dry it gave you the solution didn't it exactly exactly and it was a long journey you know we've talked about this before for me it's kind of coming on kind of nine years really from <clears throat> the point when I had my first daughter and I started to question my relationship with alcohol and it was the first time that I was you know looking at leading this life for nine months with no alcohol which absolutely terrified me but as the years have gone on I've kind of gone for longer periods of time without drinking and started to notice a big change and I was journaling I got years down the line and I was journaling and I started looking back and it all started to fall into place and I thought hang on a minute you know once I got to the point where I was having three months off alcohol and I'd look back and I'd realize wow that was when I was really consistent I was feeling good the anxiety was low the depression was gone you know, everything just felt elevated. And yeah, and fast forward and I don't drink at all now. I lead, lead the fully 100% dry life and I love it. Yeah, and what it promised to take away the anxiety, it was causing, which is that common trap. And actually by choosing dry, the anxiety for you, and I know that's not the case for everyone, but pretty much disappeared. Yeah. It's incredible, honestly. isn't it? You know, you talked in your TED talk about the limitless pill. And for me, it almost was, I mean, obviously anxiety still exists in my life. Um, you know, we have our bad days, but for me, it was like some kind of miracle cure in terms of the anxiety and the panic attacks. It was, yeah, just unbelievable. It really was. Yeah, for me, it was what alcohol promised was to make me more social and to get over that social anxiety. But let's just say alcohol promised to make me more sociable. And I think that's a really common one, isn't it? I think many people turn to alcohol because it's that social glue. It eases them into the conversation. And again, what I realized in choosing dry is that I've become much more sociable now because actually I'm showing up authentically as me. I might not be swinging off the chandeliers like I once was, but I'm actually comfortable in my own skin which is much more introverted than the persona that alcohol created. And also I've had this unbelievable opportunity to retrain and relearn to socialize without it, which is so powerful. And, and I noticed this back on Matt's boat party, one of the first boat parties that uh, Matt had, which were incredible. I'm sure we're going to do another one of them. He will do. But it was that first 15 minutes of natural social anxiety. It's always there. It's always there for me anyway. Lots yeah. of people that I'm going to feel that I know I am. But actually, just staying with that for that first 10 or 15 minutes, clearly that amygdala, that sort of unsettled feeling that wants you to run, that, that, that's creating this, this like anxiety, your, your body's physically um, actually adjusting to, the, to that fear factor, starts to settle down. You start to ease your way into the social setting. Your body gets comfortable that actually this is not a dangerous situation. These are like very nice, beautiful people that you're going to hang out with for the next couple of hours on the boat. And then you start to really enjoy it and you discover something so incredibly powerful that what alcohol pretended to offer you, which was this social glue and social ease, actually for all of those years, 
it was stealing your opportunity to experience the fact that if you just waited bloody 15 minutes, that social anxiety went away anyway. And then you've got a lovely opportunity to really connect with people. And then you learn a skill that you can keep forever. So there's no fear then about any social setting because you've retrained that skill. It's a classic. Exactly. And it, we never gave ourselves the chance to have, you know, to realise that, like you say, you can give yourself that 15 minutes and actually you're OK. Because back in the day, I mean, Barbara spoke about this on her live earlier in the sort of 90s, that Ladette, Ladette culture. I didn't even question that there was another way. It was just the price you paid. You know, you got hammered, you threw up the next morning, you felt bad for two or three days and then you got to Thursday and you did it all over again never even questioned it and not drinking like you say has given me this amazing natural confidence like I feel like I've really got to know myself and I was a confident person with alcohol but like you say there's something different about it yeah maybe I'm slightly sort of calmer not swinging from the chandelier but I, I wouldn't have it any other way now and it's been such a beautiful skill to to learn really getting to know myself being able to walk into any situation whether it be professional or social and knowing that I can be my true authentic self and connect with people I mean what a gift it's incredible yeah so let's talk about that confidence because this is another classic thing that alcohol tends to give us doesn't it it's that Dutch courage you know and I found in my life every time I needed a bit of confidence I just turned to alcohol you know, if I had that speech at the wedding, it was trying to get that perfect balance of not too many drinks, but just enough to get that plastic confidence to deliver the speech without slurring or fumbling my lines. But then I'd use it for everything else. If I need to meet someone, oh, I'll have a bit of that plastic confidence again that a few drinks would give you. If I had to let someone go at work, I'd try and do it and engineer that situation in the pub so I could have a couple of drinks to get the courage to do it, the confidence to do it and again this is back to that quote I started with right at the beginning that actually by removing alcohol you discover what you've been missing all those years because it's been slowly chipping away at your confidence but then you start to get it back because you have to deal with all those big situations those life challenges you build that resilience and you get to keep it every time and I think there's a real inner glow of confidence that comes from people that don't drink or choose dry and it's not necessarily that flamboyant extroverted confidence that some people display after a few drinks it's like an inner powerful confidence that allows them to do the most courageous things I see it consistently um and I'm just going to bring Andy on actually at this point and if you've got a second to come on this is Andy Delderfield talking about confidence because I think this is a big one uh, if you could share yeah as in, as in, I think you're talking about the social as in people doing stuff with social anxiety and the use of alcohol in that social situation but for me just talking now as in this in a group situation potentially on a podcast tell me about four years I could never ever do this yeah I would be absolutely terrified um and we probably want to have a couple of beers before I'd come on and do something like this but now I know who I am. I know I believe in who I am. So I, that, that confidence just comes through in how I how I I just believe who I am now. So that that whole needing alcohol to find the person I thought I was is now totally gone because I don't need the alcohol to find who I am because I know know he's here already. Yeah, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, that's really powerful. Exactly it. And it's funny, isn't it, that I just brought you on to the podcast, the first person to ever speak on the podcast from our Drive Plus members. That would have been one of those moments. I don't know, I don't have a couple of drinks to get ready for that potential um, confidence challenge. And you just did it. And you came on, you spoke with a plum, and then you take away that confidence with you into tomorrow. And the next day, that is the difference that this uh, dry adventure, I think, gives us. Many of the things that alcohol promised us you get by not taking it. Isn't that beautiful? And so many people, I think, struggle to see that until you have the courage to try uh, something different. Another one, just while I'm on a roll, and, and I'll bat this around the group, is fun. This is one of those contentious ones, isn't it? Because it's like, hold on, alcohol's fun. Because when you stop drinking or you choose dry, the classic line that you'll hear is, don't be so boring. And what do you do for fun? What you don't drink? It's the classic retort from the drinkers isn't it it's like i bore off what you're not drinking but the truth is this alcohol pretends to offer us fun but when you really really break it down and really look at it does it does it really you know when you look at the broader brush spectrum of what fun actually is let's have a look at it right is fun waking up the next day and not wanting to face the world is fun the fact that you can't be asked for the next three days? Is fun the fact that you haven't got the time or the energy or the fitness or the health to play with your kids? Is fun being crap at your job because you don't want to make the phone calls because you can't be asked, right? Is that fun? Versus when you stop drinking or choose dry and you can still go out and do the social stuff, you can still cut the rug, you can still dance, you can still have a laugh because you've got all your compass mentors with you, then you get the next day to wake up energized and consistent. And then you do the things that bring you fun. I just went on a walk, the Essex Way, 88.6 miles. I bloody loved it. That would not have existed in my life. That was fun for four days. So I'm just putting that out into the group. Has anyone found I'll come to you, Crystal, first, and then we'll put it around the group that you're having more fun since you stopped drinking or choose dry. A hundred percent, which I used to be one of those people that said, oh, don't trust him. He doesn't drink, you know, or bore off. I can't believe I was that person, but I was at one point. And yeah, I wouldn't trade it now. You know, like you say, I'm having fun sometimes in different ways, getting up early, seeing the sunrise, going to London on Sunday. I took my daughter to the British Film Institute. She had a showing of this little 90 second film that she'd made. And I was like, we got up mega early. The four of us got in the car. We all felt fresh. You know, I would that wouldn't have happened. I would have probably found an excuse years ago. And another thing that you mentioned, dancing. Now this took me, I'm not gonna lie, a little while to get used to the sober or dry dancing, but now I absolutely love it. And I never thought, I, I was always that person, I was like, oh, I'll have a couple of drinks and then I'll get on the dance floor. And now I don't care if there's, you know, me and one friend on the dance floor, I absolutely love it. So yeah, yeah. I am all for the dry fun. Yeah, I'm with you. I was dancing at the wedding again, cutting the rug, throwing shapes. Yes, love it, it, Andy. Tears to do me. We went on a jamboree and I was with Carol Ray, who's one of our life members, just this morning, who was my dance partner uh, when we did Strictly Come uh, Boston or wherever it oh, was. Oh, I saw right? the video. Yeah, I loved it. I was right out the front. Lovely Trudy took us uh, for a whole you know, hour or two of dancing Strictly style. I came home and told Tara that I was doing the rumba. She went, blimey. It's <laughs> that real like sexy up close dance. I went, I didn't feel like that. <laughs> so but I got my rumbas and my salsas completely mixed up we were doing salsa oh phew okay 
Tara's so, not yeah. anything to worry about then. No, no, exactly. I mean, had visions of me probably getting into it with, yeah, Carol Ray and Susan Bannister. I was like, no, 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 I didn't feel like that. I was just doing it these moves. dancing. Yeah, so it wasn't the rumba. Just to, to be clear, it was the salsa. Just want to clear that up in case anyone's worried. But equally, the fun factor for me has been absolutely monumental since choosing dry. I mean, at a different level altogether. Yet for years, I fell into that trap of thinking, well, you can't have fun unless you're drinking, right? And you said something that's really important there, Crystal, and I think it's it's a key for all of us to acknowledge the fact that probably without exception, we were all at one point when we were knee deep, we were the ones that were boring other people off if they didn't drink yeah. in our company. I certainly was. I remember actually going out one night and a guy turned up and didn't drink and he was funnier than everyone else. And it really confused me. You know, I just couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't quite compute how is he funnier than everyone else? How is he having a great time and he's not drinking? That doesn't make sense to me. And I know I was trying to, you know, twist his rubber arm to have a drink for all those reasons that we know about, isn't it? It was holding a mirror up to me, shining a light right back at me. And I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to question my own relationship with alcohol. How could he have more fun? That couldn't compute in the conventional wisdom that I've been deluded into. Yet here we are on the fun side of the island or the dry side of the island and I'm like oh I get it now the fun starts when you stop taking the alcohol exactly. that's when the fun really kicks in Andy Delderfield's just pointed out another brilliant one that I'm totally with you Andy is concerts going to a gig not drinking and totally soaking in the atmosphere remembering everything I, I genuinely get a high when I go to gigs, it's unreal. And I used to think it was the booze. And now I'm like, oh, it's actually the atmosphere, the people, the music. It's, it's just giving me goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah, great one, Andy. That is so true. I love it. Is and our channel's, our channel's going to come on and sing for us. What a result. Oh, wow. <laughs> I make myself laugh. She's not. Don't panic. Our channel, don't panic. <laughs> our channel was just talking about um, karaoke. What about that? That's got to be right up there with oh, the yeah. ultimate alcohol-free or dry challenge. Dry karaoke. Yes, that would test me to the limit. I feel I like just... we're going to have to get a dry karaoke um, meet-up in place. So I think that would be a right good laugh. I'm going red even thinking about that. <laughs> Truth is, I, I'm such a bad singer. My mum banned me from singing in the house. That is a true story. When I was at school, another true story, you had to, everyone had to audition for the choir in like, so year seven equivalent now. And I went into this audition and he hit the key and it was like a D or a B or whatever. And you had to sing at that note. And I went, la, and he hit the next key. And I went, la, and he went, Bramage, if you do that once more, I'm putting you in the choir. I was like, that's my best singing. And he hit the key and went, right, it's a C or whatever it is. And I went, la, and he went, right, you're in the choir. Put me in the choir for a whole year because he thought I was deliberately singing bad. And I was like, that was my best singing. Oh, then, poor little Andy. I know. And then he worked out and went, actually, he can't sing to save his life. And they turfed <laughs> me out the choir. Fortunately, fortunately, our channel says she wouldn't torture us all. That's good to know. But do you know what? The fact that you had the courage to do that, and let's go back to many of the other points that we made earlier about resilience, about confidence, about fun. You come away from those things, don't you? A real sense of achievement. Whereas we've all done those things, alcohol-fueled, you don't wake up the next day and go, oh, do you know what? I feel more confident. I'm yeah. going to take that away with me for the rest of my life. You don't, do you? 
you feel oh i just needed to have a few drinks to get into that state again and imagine the sort of negative compound that has on the balance of your life versus the positive compound of all those moments over the balance of your life when you choose dry that resilience that confidence that courage that fun that fresh take on many events that you would have had such a limited mindset around in terms of what instigates the fun when you have the wedding i think kieran was mentioned going to his sister's wedding and actually being the best wedding he's ever been to not just because it's his sister's but also because it can remember every bit of it the fun of it how many people have been to weddings their own included and can barely remember a thing I'm just saying might be me but I loved it you know I get to see it back in all the videos and it was such a beautiful day but I think back now wouldn't that be lovely to have been fully with it for the whole day I think so many people fall into that uh, bracket yeah it's like Harriet saying that she got married sober what an amazing experience it was yeah I mean what about those huge life events such as that that traditionally are awash with alcohol aren't they and then you do it differently and you have that different experience. You get to take it away. Back to our point, so much of what alcohol has promised us over the years is actually secretly being taken away. I think that's a real revelation. Actually, I think that's the bit that at times frustrates people. You can end up with a bit of resentment and a bit of regret. So I just want to own that for everyone. I think the key to the dry philosophy is forward. Let's look forward rather than getting tangled up in your past of all the if buts and maybes and all the things you should have and could have done differently if you'd chosen dry much earlier in your life. Let's choose dry today. Let's get on it. Let's look forward. You know, there is that lovely saying, I always come back to it. The best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago. The second best time right now, today. So for all of those that are new to their dry adventure or thinking about joining us on this dry adventure everything and i guarantee it to you and i know everyone in the room would guarantee it to you almost everything that right now alcohol has promised you and not delivered on by the way it's actually been taken away from you and you will only discover that when you have the courage to choose dry it's all happening what else crystal let's think of something else one more i was just thinking about dominic mcgregor because you that's our podcast last week where you and matt had a chat chat with him and he was the co-founder of social tech chain with stephen bartlett and he said pretty much the same thing he said that over time sobriety gave him everything that he thought alcohol would so you know it really is such a, a powerful phrase that and i think it's interesting i wonder if the member in our community who posted that I wonder if they'd listen to the podcast and pitch that up or if it's just it's just a great quote I think isn't it yeah and that's an important one around business so I was going to come back to that as well alcohol for me promised me that I'd be more successful at business in the world that I was in and I think Dominic McGregor had the same experience and then realized actually by removing it even in an industry that was awash with alcohol like my industry was broking which many other industries are by the way uh, it's far from exceptional by removing it and have the courage to do something different i genuinely was 10 times better at my actual job it's incredible when you think about all those days lost to underperformance of that tiredness and sluggishness and can't quite be arsedness presenteeism which is when someone's physically in the office, but they're not really there. The lights are on, but nobody's home. It's the best way to describe it, isn't it? I mean, imagine the working days, the career days that are lost due to that approach. So like the classic out Wednesday night, Thursday night, rest of the week's a write-off. 
what about that? What about showing up in your career fully optimized? And I think just around that, I just want to explore that a little bit more. That's what I love about choosing dry. It's not just about all these obvious health benefits and all the good stuff that flows from that and the reduced anxiety and the more fun. Actually, it's about optimal performance really believe in that and i do a lot of work with elite end athlete ceos and i'm always talking to them about elite performance and it's like if you want to unlock elite performance and you're a middle lane drinker the number one thing you can do before you start meditating before you start exercising before you start sorting out your nutrition choose dry go tactically dry take a break that will give you more back in terms of your performance energy motivation productivity better sleep better performance than all the others combined i'm completely biased I believe that to be true. I'm, I'm so with you. I mean, even just taking working with you and Matt on dry as an example, it never comes into my head. Am I going to be able to do that tomorrow? You know, am I going to be able to show up and do the podcast and be on good form? Am I going to be able to show up in the community and give my best self? I don't even have to question those things due to alcohol. Whereas when I was drinking, there was a good chance at least 50% of the week I wouldn't be on my, you know, at that elite level or even anywhere near it, I'd be so underperforming. And I just think it's just, it makes me a bit sad, but like you say, I think it's about looking forwards and seeing what we've got, all we ever have is now. And yeah, I just love it. And you know, sometimes life is hard and other things get thrown at us, but knowing I don't have that hangover to get in the way of how I perform is just, yeah, it's wonderful. Huge. And just one I want to come to before we wrap it up. And Andy's put it up again. He's on fire, hasn't he? I'll have to get him on this podcast. Um, but it was talking about using alcohol to reduce the pain of life. You know, many of us turn to it for that reason, don't we? To escape, to deal with those stresses and those strains. And actually, Andy says it really well here. By removing alcohol, I was able to deal with the pain and eventually make it go away forever. Pretty bloody powerful, isn't it? Because for the same reasons we've discussed you know you, you learn the resilience or you learn new coping skills that actually don't involve you turning to this thing that's taking away your confidence taking away your health and your wealth yes the pain's still there but you learn other strategies that are healthy to deal with it and you might be fortunate enough in andy's case actually to deal with it long term for good it's gone i've moved on without having to turn to this thing that is alcohol that's been tripping you up and holding you back. That is rocket fuel to a life well lived. Absolutely love it. It really I, is the foundation, isn't it? I think it, it is, it is. underpins it all for me. And for, I think, many people would agree. Fabulous. Well, that's going to draw us to a conclusion of our podcast. We keep them short, we keep them punchy. Thank you massively to our Dry Plus and our Dry Life members that have been joining us tonight for your contribution, for getting involved. We will be doing one of these every month. So if you want to get involved, make sure you're in the Dry Plus group and then you'll get an opportunity to come and share some of your wisdom um, on these podcasts. And I thank you very much. And that's very much the ethos, as I mentioned right at the start of this podcast. We are one team, one dream go on the dry podcast thank you everyone let's give each other a little round of applause Woo! to finish off with what a team <laughs> what a team thank you crystal for joining us uh matt hopefully you get better soon uh and we will see you all on a dry podcast very soon <laughs>